Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Glory holes, take three. Wink to the young girl's eye. Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! Let's go Devils! It was probably the biggest game of the year for the boys last night at MetLife Stadium against the Flyers. And what a game. We're the Uncle Puckers. Um, Dan, Tony, I'm Chris. Bobby will be joining us in a few minutes as he's making his way back to his home in Pennsylvania. But, guys, like, there's so much to talk about with this game. Everything from the the stadium, the ambiance, the crowd. the the. I've never been more proud to say I was from New Jersey than I was last night. And that's Those fucking fact. jerseys looked awesome last night. They, they did, dude. I want that to be their whole uniform. I'll tell you what. Oh, I was twice. not sold on. I was wear. not sold on those jerseys at first. But when you see the whole uniform with the socks and everything, it and it, and it looked great on the ice. I'm like, okay, I'm a fan of that red now, and I love the whole design. It was awesome. Did you guys the see the white helmet. ones? Mm-hmm. What's that? Did you guys see the white ones they had on last night? I think it was the night before they were wearing the white ones. It was basically no, like the same design, that. exactly, but just the white jerseys with the logo. It looked pretty cool, too, but the, the red ones they wore last night definitely looked better. I think they're wearing yeah. those again in March. With oh, that's great. With the NJ on them. That's I, awesome. I, yeah. the whole, they, they looked awesome. They that was looked good. Like a, definitely. They looked like a bunch of goddamn killers last night, and yep. it was, I mean, just an amazing you know, from, you know, the Jonas Brothers, who I'm not a fan of, but okay, they're from Jersey. Gaslight Anthem playing the live goal song. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, just 70,000 70, people showing up. And most of them being fucking uh, devil Bobby fans. Chin that nuts. was awesome. Boy, it's Bobby Woolnuts. What's up, Bobby Chin Nuts? What's up, Chin Nuts? <laughs> what up there, boys? So, Bobby, do you have – all right, so this might be – that was probably the cringiest part of yesterday. It was, you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was making the joke when I saw the Flyers get off of the bus all dressed like Rocky, and I was texting you guys, like, did, these people do realize that Rocky Balbo is not a real person, right? Like, he is right. a fictitious character. Basically – Basically, <laughs> just basically, finding out. Tony's just finding out. News I mean, travels slow over there. The equivalent of, <laughs> of the devils all getting off the bus dressed as Harry Potter. But no, they <laughs> took the douche level up to 11 and came out all dressed like Sopranos, which. Yeah. The only uh, thing that would have been worse why? is if they uh, if they did like a Jersey Shore thing. That would have been worse. But well, other Nico, than that, you know. 
Nico Heischer said there were uh, they had two things that that must have been the other idea. What was the other one? I think it was Jersey Shore cast. Like the funny thing was if one of them's dressed like you know one of the with Snooki or whatever. Now that might have been a moment, but I'm just glad they they all dressed off like Snooki Monster. And oh. that would have been great if they yeah. all got off the bus as Snooky Monster. Yep. And is DeVito like this guy was like the uh, the mascot of the night, Mister TD, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. he was. Yeah. I mean, I gotta admit that when Bastion did score that goal and did the, that old, was pretty uh, cool. It was fucking cool. Yeah, it was. And then you know, it was. It was just. It was all Jersey, and it was awesome because we are the biggest laughing stock butt of every freaking joke when it comes to. Uh, this state, but man, they were represented great. And then to boot, we beat the crap out of the Philadelphia Flyers, oh, which was great. awesome. So, you know, hottest takes of that game. Um, I just want to get you guys' opinion. Tone, what is your hottest take of this stadium? Uh, can I have a game? minute here, too? Because I have a couple Bobby, hot what takes is your hottest <laughs> take? Of, I have a couple, too. What yeah. are your, what's your hottest take? So, thinking about this for a while and I did want to originally I was kind of encompassing more of just this game I was looking at kind of the last set of games so there's a particular player who came in mind that I think really deserves a lot of credit but specific to this game I don't see how your hottest take is not Nico Heischer I mean that's just bringing it from the start like literally from 32 seconds so it's funny because my hottest take was uh the first one was just that this is I know that Jack Hughes is the superstar and Jack Hughes is the you know NHL's poster boy. This is Nico Heischer's team. Hands down, this is his team. And it was awesome to see yesterday. Yes, Tony, you have a question in the back. I don't have a question, but I have so I, I, so I when I say minute, I mean I want to have a minute of time to speak really fast because there's you can get, you can I get have from this shit, man. Fifty eight. I seconds. was excited last night. I wanted to message Chris. Chris is like, on, hold on, hold on. The clock starts now. We're stuck Go. starting the clock. Fifty eight seconds. I have been blasted. I'm sure there's devil fans who think I'm an idiot all season because I have said there's three people that need respect on this team. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the narrative. Well, ch- I love it. Chin nuts. No. Um, <laughs> first of all, Nico, he's here as the captain. That's exactly who should be the captain on this fucking team. Uh, just last night was awesome, and he's just been showing it all year. I know people criticized him last year for being the captain, and I've heard read a lot of that. Um, Brendan Smith. I heard I, – I hate to say it, but I heard Messier even say it. He was the backbone of that team last night. That dude yeah, was, was up in everything last night. I don't know if we – I mean, I'm not going to say we wouldn't win that game last night without Brandon Smith. He was a big part of that fucking victory. Um, and I – another thing, I know I, – I see it all over the place. I'm going to get shit for this. Lindy Ruff, perfect coach for this team this year. I don't know about beyond this year, but I think the team – that the players respect him. I think really now like that we're where you were going with all this until that last take. I figured this was going to take some shit. I figured I, I saved that for last. But yeah, right. man. Now we go on. to Dan. Uh, <laughs> no. I disagree with you on the Lindy Ruff thing, but that's of course fine. you do. Um, yeah, but Dan, what's your hottest take on this game or takes? It, it was definitely a night of Nico's. I mean, he got a record-setting goaltender there. He played a great game. Um, you know, he gave you above-average goaltending in that game. That's for sure. Uh, and he, he kept them all alive. Yeah, Nico. He sure, definitely. He uh, he he stepped into his role big time. You need him to. Like, let's face it, Jack's not really back, right? And and we got other players who kind of underperformed. But look what Nico did. He put the whole team on his back. Couldn't agree more uh, with you about Brendan Smith, though. I mean, he was essential. Uh, you could see when he's what he brings. We sorely lack in games like this, and and it spoke a lot uh, for us. You know. With the win, the, the defense was maybe a little bit a little hectic at times. Second uh, compared, period, yeah, compared to uh, yeah uh, other games they've had recently, wonky. where the defense was like just 
amazing, spot on. So it wasn't a perfect game, but you couldn't ask for more from this game. It was such a great experience for everyone uh, involved in it. And uh, yeah, I, I, it was definitely the highlight of literally the last couple seasons. I think it was a, the most fun game to watch. Absolutely, just being on that stage outdoor at night. Uh, I think the ice looked beautiful there, and uh, it was great to see them perform. Uh, excellent game. <laughs> you know, it felt like we had to win that game, right? You just, it, just because oh, it's game. one. Of, it's one of those games though. With that, you know, the we what we lost. What 2014 was the one when we played the Rangers outdoors. And it just felt like, you know, you just wanted to beat the Flyers in that game. And I, you could even see Torch with that smirk on his face. He knew what was going to – you just kind of knew the Devils were rolling last night, right from the beginning. Um, you know, just – Miller, too. I thought Miller was really impressive last night. He yeah, was getting he up was. with some shit, man, you know. I thought our whole defensive core – I thought Luke Hughes was ridiculous uh, last night. What a game he had. He um, yeah. I, I thought the, the team played pretty good. They got, like you said, a little wishy-washy there in the second period. But Flyers are not a bad team. But what was obvious yesterday – was that the Flyers are ahead of schedule and the Devils are the better team. And the Devils need to not worry about wild card spots. They need to go take that third spot. Secure yourself in the playoffs. Don't worry about every other Torontos and Detroits and Tampas and the Islanders and the Penguins. And No, just go get the Flyers because they can. Um, and, and so, Nico Dawes. All right, we've said all year, right? Like, if the answer is in-house, how great would that be? So... I ask you guys, is the answer Nico Dawes? Like, do you now really go after a goalie? Or now, if you're Tom Fitzgerald, do you stop and say, unless it's a deal that we are getting the better of, I'm not going to make that move. And uh, that's where I sit. I think Nico Dawes has been a stud, and he can be exactly what this team needs. What do you guys think? Dan, we'll start with you. You're the goalie expert. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, definitely a situation where – uh, I, I would not pay a lot for a goaltender this season. And I could say that for positive reasons and for reasons that, you know, devil fans don't want to hear, which is the team has not been clicking the way they should really all season. And uh, they're only now starting to give us hints that they will. So with that there, you don't really want to go deep to pay uh, a lot for a, you know, a name goaltender. And then the, the more positive reasons I'm sticking with that is just, is just what you're saying. Uh, Nico Dawes has really given you nothing but, more reasons to play him in the next game. That's all he's done. Uh, he has given us the best numbers we have of, of goaltending this season and an albeit smaller sample size. And yes, I, you know, I almost like that's as far as I want to go. I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to jinx the guy because he's just doing great. Uh, he's a young guy. No, I would not expect that, you know, when your team's cruising, let's say we were like in the hunt for the president's trophy right now. I think we would all be saying, guys, this this is the year. Don't, make no mistake. Don't try out a Nico Dawes this year. Go go for the big name. This is the year. Right. Uh, but that's not where we are, right? So I think Nico is the right goalie for this team right now, unless something amazing falls in Fitzgerald's lap, which sometimes does. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Bobby? Yeah, I do agree. It's a small sample size, although extremely positive, right? So you got that to look forward to. And, you know, I'm on record saying the last episode how – he was the goalie of the future that I was waiting for. Seems a little ahead of schedule, maybe. But I think the key is what you said, Chris. Now you're not going to have another GM with that comment, hey, they're the one who needs a goalie. Now mm-hmm. we can pump the brakes and say, well, no, this is either going to be a legit, even deal, or we're not going to force it through. And maybe that backfires, maybe it doesn't. The only time will tell. As a collective, the way the team's playing and the way that Daw's playing, when you add one and one there, you get a really positive looking too. So I'm pretty comfortable right now. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't want, you know, an upgrade in goal if it were 
the right fit. Uh, but for right now, I'm comfortable. I think the team's comfortable. I think this was a galvanizing win. I think we've been slowly seeing all the pieces coming together anyway the last few weeks. A little, le- a little more forward with a little less back than it was the rest of the season. So I say, yeah, like you said, unless it's a good deal, a right deal for us, we don't need to rush it right now. I agree. What about you, Tone? Yeah, I would not give away the farm for a goalie right now. Uh, maybe get a defenseman. You know, don't give up too much for one, but get solid defenseman in there. Uh, ride, ride Dawes. You know, I don't want to get too excited because I was kind of excited with Schmidt last year. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but, um, you know, like you said, people are starting to come back now. I, I saw a stat last night that I actually – Hamilton's, what, missed 34 games. used 16 this year. Siegenthaler, 16, still missing. Meyer, 13. He's year 11. Pilat, 10. We had, we had some injuries. But now we're starting to get healthy again. Um, right. I w- but if we can get a – now I think you can get a defenseman. Stick with Dawes. If you have Vanacek as your backup, I don't – I don't know how serious the injury is with Vanacek. I don't think anybody really does. You know, I think that's the best way to go right now because I don't know if we're gonna how our run's gonna be this year. But I, I do see the future's bright, and I would hate to see us give up too much for this year. You know, when I think if we keep some of the pieces, get Daw, maybe. Do you want to get a guy that we're gonna have a say? Say we get Markstrom, say. Maybe Dawes is our guy. Maybe we don't need to get a starter in here. Maybe next year Dawes is going to take over this. I mean, right now he is the starter, right? You go, would you all agree that this guy sure. is the number one on this team? Over Vanacek, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's over Vanacek. It, it's got to be Dawes. And we haven't had goaltending this consistent from any of the three guys, any of the other two guys that we've been getting from. from I hope Vanacek's not hurt long term because – I like Dawes and Vanacek going in the way that Vanacek was playing up until the injury. I, and maybe you give, like we said, you know, the bulk of the work to Dawes and Vanacek can fit into that second slot where I think he'd be much more productive. So, yeah, I think right now you maybe concentrate on the defenseman that you want, um, whether it's a guy like Noah Hannafin or Tanev or there's somebody else out there, which I'm sure that there's going to be tons of guys within the next three weeks whose name's going to be brought around. But I just think that Tom Fitzgerald now can put his head down at night with a lot less anxiety, knowing that Nico Dawes has kind of given that position stability, which we have not had since last season. And we haven't had really since before the postseason last year, because the playoffs were a ton of inconsistencies. But Nico Dawes could be the guy. He's a great unknown but man, he looks like uh, he's been there before, right? And it's not like he's doing it just on all routine saves. He's had to make some amazing saves to really bail us out. You know, those games that he really had a right, every right to lose. He's found a way to keep us in him until we came around and, and won. Yeah, I go even that Kings further. game, he still look good. Yeah, but even even last night, I think you take a regular setting with the regular depth perception and all that and lighting, he probably stops another two of those goals, to be honest with you. Now, that's probably the same for the flyer side, too, because it is a different element. But that's how good that guy played last night on the biggest stage next to like a, 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 a clinching playoff game right. or a Stanley Cup game, right? I mean, 70,000 people. That's incredible. Nothing phases him. No. Nothing phases him. He plays and and... You know, that that stability as far as we're not doing, and we talked about it, you know, last show, like we're not giving up those two or threes within a few minutes, you know. Okay, you score a goal, and we're going out there, and we keep playing our game, and the defensemen have been playing much better. Marino's been playing a ton better. Uh, But, you know, a couple of things before we uh, get into the devil you know and our predictions and everything for next week. So, Luke Hughes... Why is this kid not being talked about for the Calder Trophy? Uh, you know, it's it's this guy has 
uh, I think the third or fourth most points Mm -hmm. out of all rookies. He's the only defenseman. Uh, He's logging 20, 22 minutes a night. He's playing up against other teams' top lines. You look back last week at what he did to McKinnon and what he did last night, what he did these other games, where this kid is becoming a true number one defenseman and maybe have just scratched the surface of what Nick Lucas's potential is. But, like, don't you guys think this guy should be talked about a little bit more? I, for I feel defender? like I've heard his name thrown yeah, around I heard it today, bit, actually, to on one of the shows, yeah. Did um, you? Because not, I haven't heard it. There was so a show good. on a couple of weeks ago where, you know, they, they went from Bedard to, um, uh, what's his name, the other forward, and then it's totally skipped over Luke. But other than that particular show, I feel like I've heard him at least mention where people are like, you know, don't don't close your eyes on this kid. So he definitely deserves it. He I could give you a reason why. 100%. I've heard him mention it, but I've also, and I've even heard like today I heard, well, even if it's not this year, this guy is going to, this guy is going to grab one of these. There's no doubt in people's minds that this, his future is so bright. I'm hearing that all over the place in the NHL. Right. You know, and it's pretty impressive. But and for I the Calder, to, me, I, I wanted to keep, ask you. Wait, wait, what's that, Dan? Go ahead. Do you think there's a, maybe there's just to play a little devil's advocate. I think he would be like one front and center for the talk of the Calder Trophy, which he's mm-hmm. no, clearly not yet. Uh, it's probably the plus minus in the fact that the Devils' defense as a as a def, as a team as a unit has struggled this and year. And I also think uh, it has you know to do I mean? with him being a defenseman. Um, yeah, absolutely, you know, that has it, a lot to do with it too. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, if he's a defenseman and our whole you know system is running a little better, not even just his personal play. I mean, the whole system. He probably is front and center of that discussion. So that's worth noting. It's yeah. not really all. Him, you know, sometimes you like McCarr, he is an amazing when he came on, he's called her with no doubt, you know, he's in the front running for that, but he's also was on a team that year which defensively was more solid than we have been. And if they do keep this cleaned up throughout the rest of the last next thirty games or so, I think yeah, his stock will should should rise in in that conversation. Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. you know, I think he definitely needs to be up there in that conversation because what he's doing, I, I just think it's a lot harder than what any other rookie is doing because he's doing it on the back end. Trillin. Yeah, there was two points I wanted to bring up before we move on about last night's game. Did you guys? We got two points last night, Tone. Woohoo! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I still don't, I don't think I got any points on my thing, and we'll talk about that. But did you guys no, feel like I, I felt with with Dawes? <laughs> I felt like those last eight minutes where I would have been worried about giving up those goals. I felt I really thought it was not going to be an issue. Like when it, you know, I think there was ten minutes left where you know the Flyers scored, and I was like, okay, well they, they're still in striking distance. I wasn't really worried, which was a nice feeling, and Dawes made me feel pretty comfortable. Another thing was I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I felt a couple times we scored. I thought there was some. Sh- shitty penalties against us like it's oh, almost like they wanted to keep the flyers in it for the for the the big show yeah. you know because it was yeah. like a hooking call that i just didn't think you know was really legit there was a couple calls i just thought were kind of weak yeah i didn't think that i thought the refs got a little uh they could have just let him play a little bit more i thought you know um but another thing to touch on so the los angeles king game right the game we lost and jack got into that scrum yeah and apparently there's a viral clip going out of him yelling in the penalty box that, you know, people pay to see me play, you sure. know, like, you know, whatever. What do you guys think of that? I well, I, you know what? I think I don't think too many people know the, the full context of it. Maybe some people have heard. He, he think the first sentence was you're out there trying to hurt people. People are paying to play, see me play. Okay, now, look, so I, think I didn't it, have it under context. Then. Yeah, I didn't know that's what he said at first. Yes. That that makes oh, okay. it a little bit different of a statement. The article I, mean, is it I read a little did bit not have like, that. 
Yeah. It, it well, yeah. So Jack and, uh, was reacting first to the elbow he got to the head that wasn't sure, a penalty. And exactly. then the clutching and grabbing on the breakaway. He was just completely frustrated. Then he misses the open net. So out of pure frustration, he's chirping away, that kind of shit. He's not wrong. And you know, and it's great. Just, yeah. So it's I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's they're making a bigger deal than it needs to be. He is a little hot right now. I like when Jack is hot, to be honest with you. He's going to calm down when he gets a little older. But he just said what he had to say, and this is somebody who went for his head, and he was pissed off. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But, you know, I do think, Jack, that's not your game. You're not Scott Stevens exactly. going to the next, to tell the whole bench you're next. Mm-hmm. Because when you do, you don't have that Scott Stevens follow-through. You're not going to drop the mitts and have a big fight, and you're not going to – you're not a hitter. You do something totally different. And I think, Jack, your best bet is to – not start mouth and, and just go out there and score. I think he got in his own head. I mean, he was staring at mostly an open net. And I think that if he was a little more calm there, he would have put that in after the breakaway where, yes, they should have called the hooking. But he let the bad calls uh, and the other players, I think, get in his head a little bit. And, you know, look, I'm not too worried about it because he's amazing and he's allowed to, you know, maybe – not have one performance where he could have been at his best if you kept his cool, especially at his age. I think he's going to grow into this. He's going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. But, you know, it it could have gone better. I bet you he knows that himself. And hopefully it's a learning experience. I give him credit because he will – he gets feisty though. Like he was ready to – Yeah. I I think he was ready to fight the other night. I mean this is the second time. What was it? Definitely go at him. He tackled the dude by the net. He's taking no shit. And, I mean, on this team, the thing that the problem is is that – we don't want people to go after him, you know, because it's already a concern. But I do – he's got balls, man, and I think he means it. I don't think it's a show. No, I think he definitely has balls. and mm-hmm. he. But I worry too. Like you definitely. go and you're chirping left and right. Um, you might piss other people off, and now they're going to maybe take a little bit more of a, a run well, Especially if it gets some like results that. where you blow what is Be- usually an easy goal for you. So like, if I'm the coach who's got to play the Devils next, dude, I want you to fucking get under – Hughes' skin. He's got a thin skin. We can get him off his game. You don't want that to be the book too. on you. Yeah, yeah but, but Dan's you know, right. You know, it was yeah. really the, the show that he that Hughes put on, which is ammo for the next team. That's the only thing I would say. Like, I, I like you fired up, dude. Yeah. I like you fired up, but you still got to be under control. Yep, keep your head in the game. It's right. you know, the, especially that game. He scores that goal. We probably get at least. A, we definitely get at least a point out of it. Um, oh yeah, you know that so would have been he, a huge goal. Yeah, and he just let his uh, emotions get to him, and he was too fired up. And you know, like you said, Dan, I agree. He's young. He'll grow into that. Now, the article I wrote and it was I read, and it was from a devil site. Was basically just saying like how he was. Just chirping like you know, uh, I, you know who the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm. Th- that's like not arrogant. what happened. I didn't think so. Um, and if if that's is what happened, then I'd be like, okay, buddy, you know, just pump the brakes a little bit, you know. And but yeah, he's right. You know, he's out there to play. People are paying to see him, and it's a home game. They're coming to see the Devils, and you're out there trying to hurt people. That's a problem. How? Uh, why he got called on that roughing is the other one that like really the guy gets got an elbow across Bullshit, the head yeah. and you're gonna put him in there. Um, and we saw Nico like, missing that goal last night too. I think he knew that the hats couldn't reach the ice from that area. So <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to waste everybody's time. He didn't want to waste everyone's time. Very nice of Nico. <laughs> yeah, he's a gentleman. Even right, though so he said it was fucking before awesome. you move on, Chris. Yeah, because I, I know you know I missed the very beginning, so I didn't get to just share my overall thoughts and just oh, my pure, ahead, my pure excitement. If only I had a, like a space where I could speak freely and people would listen, uh, you know, to talk about this game and how how awesome it was. I thought everything about it was just fantastic, and this is one that like I'm gonna regret. In all seriousness, I don't know why I did not attend. 
and yeah. I'm driving to my dad. So I'm on the turnpike and it starts hitting me. Like I'm literally taking the route that it would have taken to get there anyway. And I started thinking, and then I'm watching like these, these guys, like they tailgated the tailgate. I'm like, this is like such shit I would do just stupid, silly, fun shit. Right. And they just look like they had a ball. And then even before the outcome of the game, I was just thinking how much, being with you know our people and our fans is what drives me. That's why I love so much about going up to the games and just being surrounded by everybody and like minded. You know what happened last night is was it felt so good because for, it felt like for three hours or eight hours, whatever. It wasn't just hey, I'm a Firelindy guy and I'm a he's a Hall of Fame coach guy and I'm a Brat guy and I'm a he's overpaid guy. It was all that shit was gone. It was just Motherhood for Devils for fans tonight and everything worked out so well. I really hope they bring it back sooner. I think it was that good. But if ever I was going to have a regret, <laughs> I think it's this one, man. I really, I really feel like I should have been up there. I'm, I'm, ex- Chris. I'm excited. Got news for you. Uh, tomorrow, next year, man, I'm excited for this global series, which I will be at. I'm going to, you know, hopefully we can like broadcast from there too if I'm over there because that I'm very excited. About no, opening up the Devils the are opening up two games in, in Prague, Prague yes. in Czech against wow. Buffalo. Um, yeah, what an so awesome yeah. trip that would be. I will be at both of them. Bobby, maybe you. I don't know. I am check. We, we shall see. Okay. He will check. Check. I will check. <laughs> so, <laughs> like do um, yeah, I mean, listen, we uh, we did have some predictions from this week. Kraken, Nashville, Predators, uh, the LA Kings, and last night's game. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go through mine. And I said that Jack will lead both teams in points in the stadium series game. I was dead wrong. I didn't have Nate Bastian or Brendan Smith on my bingo card. Um <laughs> The Devils will go 4-0 this week. Uh, yeah, that was close. Didn't happen. And I said Tatar would score against the Devils for Seattle. That didn't happen. Tony, you said the Devils will score four or more goals against Seattle. They scored three. You said that Jack will score two goals exactly. That is correct. He did have two goals this week. Nice. You said that the Devils will be within two points of Philadelphia after this week. Nope. And uh, the LA King game hurts. Um, so then we'll go to Dan. So Tony got one point. Dan, you said that the Devils will go 500. Um, You said they will have two or more wins. So you didn't say two exactly, two or more. You got it. There's a point for Dan. Dan said that the Devils will get a shutout. Man, they were close. Every game, Uh it seems like they're like, first period now, we're locking it down. You said that the Devils will have a hat trick, and that was incorrect. So close. Thanks, Nico. Bobby, you said that Timo Meyer will have three points or more this week. He did. Yep. That's a point for you. You said that Elias Pettersson will lead the league, well, have 10 or more game-winning goals by the end of this week. He does not. He's still at nine, tied with Sam Reinhart for game-winning goals. And this one I, I, I'm I, going to put up for discussion. Okay, cool. The stadium series game will have a fight. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought there were scrums, but I do not think that those would constitute. Were there five a fight. minute fighting majors? There was assessed. no majors. I, there I, were I no gloves. I, I did agree. Starting the game, Bobby. No, no, no. I Listen, know. I did agree that it would have to be a five minute fighting major. How cool that place would have blew up if it yeah. actually happened. So good prediction. However, yeah, that was I didn't see set, this. This, this is how close it was. This is as close as Dan was to like the shutouts or the hat trick. At one point during the game, Amanda Stein posted that Smith was yelling uh, to the other player by the bench and nearly came to blows, but Colin Miller jumped off the bench and pulled him back. 
Colin Miller, you cost me a point, dude. Yeah, Bobby, it happens just to like us all. Seattle game. Nico's point. I Trade had four him. points. I had four <laughs> points in the Seattle game. They took the goal away. We all yeah. had like, little misses in this this week. Shit. Except me. I just well, I guess <laughs> I had them. I said they were going to go four and zero. Oh. If Jack would have maybe close. netted that one against mm-hmm. Kings, yeah. they they maybe get the overtime. And we all know what the Devils do to teams in overtime. So um, we do have uh, this week's predictions. We'll do these real quick, and then we'll do a double you know, and then I think, Dan, you have to split, right? Yeah, I'm getting close. All right, so we have this week, we have Washington. Uh, I don't know if these games are home or away. I know the Ranger game on Thursday is home. I'm not sure about the uh, Capitals or the Habs. Uh, Bobby, are you checking that? Yep, checking it right now. So we are away for the Capitals. We are home against the Rangers and the Habs. Yeah. Okay, so we have Tuesday in Washington and then Thursday Rangers and Habs. Tony, we'll start with you. What's your first prediction, buddy? I am going to predict a shutout. I feel it this week. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm taking this. You can, I mean, you can, I'm taking the Devils will get a shutout because I just feel like Nico Dawes is just getting closer and closer. I thought he was going to get it for you this week. I, I thought the stadium game, Dan, I thought you were going to get your shutout this week. I really did. All right. Bobby, what's your first prediction? Devils will score at least seven goals during the week. Seven or more. Altogether? Okay. Yeah, combined. Okay. Dan, what's your first prediction? Devils will uh, get three points or more in this stretch. Devils will get three out of six. Mm-hmm. Three or more points. Okay, three or more. See, I'm I'm going to be a little bit more exact. I'm going to say that the Devils are going to get five points exactly this week out of a possible six. Nice. Um, I think that we're going to beat Washington. I think we're going to beat the Habs. And I think we're going to lose in a maybe shootout or overtime to the Rangers. So five points this week exactly. Okay. All right. Tony, your second prediction? Devils win all three. I like it. Yep. All right, I Bob. I feel confident about this. No, I, mean, I, it, I was going to go there too. But um, since I kind of picked up on on Meyer getting his three and starting to get his feet moving, I think Brat's about to start picking up his pace, get on an upswing. So I'm going to go with two power play goals from Brat. All right. I like that. All right. And Dan, your second prediction. Well, this would steal Tony's. Uh, Nico Dawes will have the devil shut out. Okay. I think I said that too. No, you didn't mention Dawes. You just said a shutout. I said so. Nico Dawes is due for the shutout, <laughs> didn't I? Right. You didn't I actually, put it in your prediction. You didn't that's put it what in I your said. prediction. I said I'm going to pick a shutout because Nico Dawes is due for a shutout. What does that mean? Well, I, I, honestly don't, I just remember hearing that they were due, but I don't remember hearing Nico due. I'll yeah, just be completely honest. Yeah, I definitely said Nico Dawes is due because he's been playing. There's got to be a way they I, can both have this because Dan's been pulling for it all year. And we can't I, say I'll, other people can't say you get it. It's like. It's it's sudden death. I thought. How about we go for the other points? Then what the other team? What will score against that on that shutout? Well, you have one more bet to go, so you could re up it there if you want. My second prediction is that Jack (laughs) Hughes will have two or more goals against the Rangers. Jack has been quiet Mm -hmm. uh, since Mm -hmm. coming back. It's uh, the Rangers. He He does well against them. Get him up. Yeah. yeah. So Jack, two or more against the Rangers. That's my second. So Tony, your third and final prediction. Going to say. Pick the game that they're going to have the shutout against, and then Washington. Would... All right, so you do you want me to just add that to your first one, and then you pick another one? So you're going to say, yeah, yeah, we'll you can shut out, yeah, against. The I don't Cavs. care if Dan gets it; I'll be happy for him because he's been saying it all year. Okay, I, just actually, so I gonna... actually feel like it's a probable possible now. All right, so what's your third one? There will be a hat trick for the Devils this week. 
Okay. Mm. Bobby, your second or third and final prediction, sir. Mercer will score a goal on Mercer Bobblehead Day Saturday. Ooh. Mercer, a goal against the Habs, which you will be at. I will be at. Oh, I'm like a that. boy. <laughs> Dan, your third and final prediction. I think Bastion's coming on, so he's going to uh, find himself uh, with four or more points at the end of this stretch. Great wow. Nate with four or more points. Wow. Huh? As yeah. Nate goes, so do the Devils, right? Now we're going to win Dan. all I three. Gotta, That's I might it. have to give Dan a hat trick for that one. I don't know. All right, I'm willing I'll to take do it. that. Four points for, for Nate. Nate That's a hat trick, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Seriously, he's uh, coming on. Let's see. Probably should have and Chris, I, I think, you know, <laughs> your five points, if you make that your five points with that exact win-loss scenario, that might be three as well. Would you guys okay, agree? I'll give myself a hat trick for that one. Thank he's you. He's calling the two games and the overtime slash shootout loss. I think that's so this is five, five points because you called... I'm Wait, saying I'm, I'm saying that they'll they'll beat Washington, they'll beat the Habs, and maybe lose in overtime or, oh, wow. or okay, shoot gotcha. out against the Rangers. You're calling all cha- three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Can uh, I change mine to that Dan's audio won't work this week? <laughs> <laughs> Always going for the layup, dude. <laughs> that this show will give me friggin' fits like the last one. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that my third and final prediction is that there will be – Rumors by the end of the week of the Devils getting a defenseman that is not Tanev or Hannafin. There will be cool. another name defenseman that gets brought up that the Devils are interested in. Fair. So um, let me just write this out real quick. Chris is going to put a rumor on the Uncle Puckers Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> what I don't think I have that much. Bitch. I don't have that much, Paul, dude. Um, nobody's going to listen. Is- Named Chris. This is very strange. Oh, he's saying that the Devils are have no interest in Hannafin or Tanner. <laughs> hmm. right. These right. guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. Shall we play a game? Shall we play a game? Buckle up, boys and girls. It is time for the Devil You Know on the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. (laughs) All right, it's time for the Devil You Know. Uh, This is our fun game where today it will be me. I will ask questions, give clues of a former New Jersey Devil. Bobby, Tony, and Dan have to answer. They get three incorrect before they are eliminated. And... They can ask me any question that they want, and I can or cannot answer. It is completely up to me. Former Devil We Knows are uh, Mikhail Maltsov, uh, Paul Martin, Mike Dunham, Jason Arnott, Bryce Salvador, Nick Palmieri, and guys like that. So we'll go here. Tony's kicking our asses. I think he has four wins uh, for his second season. So are you guys ready? Yes. Do it. This uh, former Devil was born May 26th. 1993 in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. He stands six foot three and weighs 207 pounds. He's played for five NHL teams. Um, did you say where where he's born? Where he's he from? Born in Boston, Massachusetts. He was born he's in American. Boston. Yes. Okay. Uh, he was drafted 66 overall in 2012. P.K. Subban? By the Nashville Predators. P.K. Subban was born in 93, you think? Oh. He ain't 6'3", either. Yeah. I was... It's not P.K. Subban. Yes. That's one he, wrong. Uh, he, he 
played his collegiate hockey in Harvard, where he had 144 points, 80 goals, and 64 assists in 128 mm. games. He won the Hobie Baker Award for the MVP at the collegiate level in 2016, where he beat out Kyle Connor and Thatcher Demko. On did you August, give? Uh, did you give? Whether it's a forward or defenseman yet? Uh, no, but he plays left wing. Oh, left okay. Wing. I will tell you. On August twentieth, twenty sixteen, he signed with the New York Rangers and scored his first NHL goal on October seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Jimmy Vizi against the San Jose yeah. Sharks. Jimmy oh, Vizi is the answer. Yeah. Good when you job, said that, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, should have guessed that with that Ranger connection, right? Yeah, that's what got me. Yeah, that was very, very good. good. Nice job, Bobby. There you go, Bobby. That's cool. Jimmy Vizi. I, I owe him an apology. I remember that one day I was like, did he even do anything for us? And you guys were like, he was a great devil for Dude, a year. I, loved he was, I yeah. just totally didn't remember what he did, and he was, yeah. And he's, he's done been. really well for the Rangers. He really He's has. a pain in the ass against us, too. He really is. He plays extra yeah. good against us, like sometimes players do. And he seems like if anybody's going to put a hurting on the Devils uh, in a game, it seems like it's Vizi, you know? Yeah. And I'll give an apology to a guy, too, that we, I saw last night because I didn't like him as a player on the Devils, but I have to admit I've grown to like uh, the man that I just just said, Subban, as a uh, – he's, he's roots for the Devils, man. He is yeah. a Devils uh, Did you see promoter. him when he, he gave, did the lineups? Uh, yes. He came into the locker room yes. and did the lineups. That was great. It's awesome, you know. Um, yeah, I like PK. I've always liked him. He um, gets a lot of hate, I think, unjustifiably. He's just trying to have some fun out there. He always right. has as a player, and I, I think he's great for broadcasting. I mean, let's face it. He's paired with Messier a lot, who's like a fish. He's he's so he's got no personality. Uh, and but I give Messier credit though. He gave Nico some props last night. He did. He did. I'm just saying, as a broadcaster, like you know, if you had Messier and another guy with Messier's personality, that'd be the dullest fucking duo it ever. Would, yeah. and, so and you know I, I appreciate what Pika brings. I know this is a real positive show because it should be right because everything's just you're a Devils fan right now. This is a great day. But Absolutely. I don't know if you guys covered this, but. Like ESPN, seriously, Dude, they do I, not I represent our game <laughs> at all, man. They are terrible. The game deserved way better in the calling than what they were willing to offer. And you guys have even called me out to say, Bob, get over this one. And if I can't get over it, it's because the NHL can't get over it. Bringing up the Messier guarantee on I Devil's Night with that? is ridiculous. Let's call it what it is. No reference to the cups. No anything like just yep. Messier took away one of our cups was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because they showed him with Namath. His Namath's number yeah. on the wall. We're talking about was was the the listening to and I like Ray Ferrara for the most part. Yeah, um, like he knows his stuff. And, and yeah. uh, McDonough, I, I guess, that. was the one calling the game. But oh, uh, he's kind of shit, like dude. he's so lazy. He doesn't even Call know what he's talking the about. Game. Yeah. I do not need to hear about Ray Ferraro's heated blanket he has on his toes. <laughs> I don't need to hear about you know everything else where they're going for dinner. All the other bullshit that they talk about. They missed. So many really good scoring opportunities and goalie yep. saves on both sides. It wasn't just that they, no. they just, just were yapping talking about over everything. Horrible. They this went is... to Bettman at the worst times. Oh, like, oh my God. That Batman. interview was like, shut up. And yeah, so much boring, going on. Boring on. interview. A, a, I thought there was too much shit going on around the field, uh, on the yeah. field, they around the rink. That. Yeah, they they're going to they definitely they, overdo it, but. It's huge. I mean, I didn't need Bettman on a bench. No thanks. No, no it was the I, most I, boring was... interview at the wrong time, man. Yeah, seriously. during the game, which is an important game, there's seventy thousand people there, and we got to hear about how next year you're going to get a hundred thousand people in, in the Ohio State yeah, and the whatever. Horseshoe to go see Detroit and Columbus. 
Right. Columbus. Which is, I, if only if Detroit sends those those fans down there. Yeah, like maybe. Columbus should not get one of these games. <laughs> Columbus might, I'm at the point now where I think Columbus should probably not have a team in the NHL. Um, I'm just saying, I mean, read they, the room. That that building, everything was so electric last night, and you're going to bring it all down, putting the commissioner on, talking all soft about some other teams? Get e- out of here. ESPN does the worst job with NHL. I'll always hate and, them. They uh, left us for years because they didn't believe in hockey. I don't know why we're back. Obviously, it was the best deal the NHL got, but they suck. They ruined the game for me. Um, I was bitching, actually, because remember I joked you guys on the text about just shut the fuck up. I want to be able to hear this, and I was obviously talking about my family. Well, they didn't, okay? I had a hard time hearing a lot of the game, but I think it was a blessing because what I did really hear was. was just awful. It was bad. and, awful. and like. That's all I thought about when watching that game was how great this game would have been with Kenny and Spalding calling it. Like if we were able to hear them, uh, it would have been so much better. But um, well, yeah, Yeah, Doc would have been great. (laughs) Now, now, did anyone else notice that Doc Emmerich is doing a voiceover in a Bayer aspirin commercial? I saw. I did not notice this. Yes. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah, it just does the voice. I'm like, I heard it. I'm like, wait a second. I actually rewound it. I was like, that's Doc. And yeah, he was doing. It was for a Bayer commercial. Some of those commercials, I I like the Stamkos commercial at Headman too. Did you guys see that one where Stamkos is with it? Headman has his baby. Like baby, an old one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a a great commercial. You know. Did you guys like any Super Bowl commercials or no? I mean, didn't pay uh, attention to them. Yeah, I was barely paying attention. I, I had a, I'm trying to remember. There's like one that I was had a question about, but I forget what it was. Like, I don't know. I what really was your liked, favorite? I liked the Christopher Walken one. I just, oh, I, I missed I, that. I, I oh, you didn't that. see that one? No. It's like a BMW commercial, and he goes. It starts off where he goes out to like the valet, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, that's some car." And Christopher Walken's like, you know, tells him it's all electric, and the guy then does his Christopher Walken impression. Right. And Walken, of course, isn't impressed, and it goes on like that where his whole day, everyone he bumps into at the coffee shop or walking his yes. dog, they all do a Christopher Walken impression. Nice. And uh, you know, the whole thing is, you know, I it's, feel it. And I feel, and I love that commercial because I feel like that happens to him every time he goes anywhere. I understand it, why it would. It's right. His impression is always in my head. I can't do it. <laughs> I but can't do it there's either. a moment that I think maybe I could do it because it's so clear in my head that this why don't you give it a try? Speech pattern. Yeah, no, right. I fail no all listening. the time. Um, I have to repeat a, a specific phrase after hearing him immediately, and that's passable. But to col- come up with that impression cold, I lack those skills. Gotcha. And I think yeah. most people do. Yeah, I but agree. That's a funny commercial because a lot of people. Yeah, and you just it. know that people yeah. do it to him all the time. Uh, yes, and, yes. Uh, yeah, and the other one I kind of liked was the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, State Farm one was funny, like a good neighbor. That one yeah. was funny, um, uh, only because Danny DeVito was brought in. But other than that, I thought the commercials were kind of blah. I did like Danny DeVito's Jersey uh, Mike's commercials. I mean, did you see that one where he's like, I don't know, he can't. Gets- the, which one, the disco one, or uh, yeah, where he starts dancing and stuff? Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's so stupid. But it's Danny DeVito, so I, I love it. I mean, I'll, are you guys like watching the game tonight? Anybody? Uh, what the Ranger game? Ranger Islanders? Yeah, I'll put it on. They oh. delayed it, so I don't think it's starting until oh, about three forty-five our time. Yeah, they were saying the glare on the, the ice glare. was too bad, so they were waiting. For I almost the wish they weren't doing it, just because it's overcasting something that's still so fresh and raw and pure. And now they're just throwing the other thing. But I did see. You see the way the Rangers walked up. No, Rangers walked up in their suits with like I think the fire department or something, right? So a little respect to that, you know. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's great. And of course, the Lou Lamorello run Islanders, uh, just their suits. <laughs> There's just no fun. Just that's right true. off the bus. Oh, I thought they great. were all going to come out dressed like you know Howard Stern or or Billy Joel or somebody, <laughs> yeah, you know, from that, Long Island. I, I'm surprised um, the Rangers didn't do a little more. I mean, listen, it was kind of douchey last night, but it was fun they had fun with it everyone had fun with it. i didn't mind they even came yes. out and did their interviews and guinea teas yeah you know i don't like the perpetual 
pepper, you know, of the stereotype. We're not all Italians that live in New Jersey and all this, but I get why they picked the Sopranos. But some of us are. It was just um, fun. Yeah, some of you Ita- Even the Italians don't act like that. So right. let's just start right. with that. Like, have you ever seen me or Dan wear gold chains? Or, you know, I do wear, you know, wife beaters once in a while, but, you know, never with it. We know those people suit. are out there. I mean, yeah. we're, but, we're in a notice, certain like, part of the state. You know our I mean? area of the state was the only, probably the only part that wasn't represented. Like, where was the beach? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jersey's yeah. got a huge coastline here. We we all live on the beach. Why? Where was the beach? I wanted That's to, cool. you know, they should have had Gary Bettman in a little pool or something, you know, in a little inner tube. Not, Maybe one of those swan uh, pedal boats. Gary Bettman's hairy <laughs> nipples. No, thanks. <laughs> oh, yes. With no, shirt. no, just a life vest on. That would have been it. In that well, freezing Gary cold. Bettman's hairy nipples is a great name for booed, the show. He didn't get booed, though, did he? He didn't get booed last night. I've never seen Gary Bettman not get booed. I don't know if well, they broadcast it to everybody. Yeah, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know if that one was throughout the entire uh, no, place. It, um, it definitely it would have echoed there. Yeah. Like Nico's fucking yeah, awesome. That's great. That yeah, was that was awesome. Uh, you know, I, I did think, though, like like this game today, I, I kind of feel like it's uh, the first time I could probably ever think that I could say this. Like the Ranger game is an afterthought. It's like, a second I feel like it was, Yeah. They were second fiddle to us. And maybe they'll have more people there than we did, you know, maybe whatever. But, like, I still feel like in our game and our atmosphere, I don't know if they can match that. When they plan these games, I I thought when they plan these games that I understood where they did it because the Devils and the Rangers were the two better teams. And if you put them in one game, the other game truly is an afterthought, right? Right. And at first I was like, I'd rather play the Rangers, but I totally understood why they did it. And then our season kind of went upside down. And the Flyer season was upside down in a good way for them. So, actually, this worked out great. And yet – you know, this is even better because the Devils were in the marquee game, and right. this is an afterthought. And, and our point. game I mean, was basically a solid team, but still, come on, an enormous home game with homage to New Jersey. Yes, and two New York yes. teams are coming in. I don't know who's home and away, and they're kind of. They said they're going to be referencing kind of more of the football aspect of it, where ours was all about Jersey and fi- it was just everything about New Jersey and the Devils. Was great. There were some Flyer fans else. there, but they were drowned out. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you were on when I said it before. I've, I've never been more proud to be a, a, no. from Jersey than I was last night. Dan's got a bounce, Dan. We'll talk to you later, man. Have a good night. And, uh, good we'll luck with the operation, later, dude. Yeah, good luck with that. I hope they can make your penis bigger. Um, <laughs> they can so, definitely make uh, your ass bigger. If anybody was watching that game last night, then you know that hockey games move fast. But with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. And this week, like every week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Uh, I did not uh, go on to DraftKings to get any odds. It says that I should mention that. So I will mention this. If you're interested in gambling, go to DraftKings and check the odds yourself. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers bet 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. 
Good job. Yeah. So uh, this is, you know, a week that we got to kind of, we got to step on uh, the Washington Capitals on Monday, right? We got to take care yep. of them. They, we don't want them to even get any kind of life um, and kind of keep them where they, they are. The Habs are the Habs. I mean, they're uh, they're going to play you tough. Uh, Marty Salem, we has got this team, which is not a very good team, not a very talented team, but they play smart, good hockey, uh, and they're very young. So that's a game that if you are sleepwalking through, you're going to lose. Um, you know, you got to play well. You got to be responsible because Montreal will make you pay. But I mean, let's be realistic, and we'll talk more about it later on in the week. But the marquee matchup is Thursday night against the Rangers. Yeah. Um, I am so curious to see how this version of the Devils, how they've been playing post-All-Star break, is going to match up against the Rangers because the Rangers are playing some ridiculously good hockey right now. Um, what are you guys looking for? A little preview ahead to that Ranger game. What are you guys looking for uh, from the Devils in that one, Bobby? What do you, what do you think? Well, I agree. That is definitely the marquee game. That That game carries the same amount of weight to me as the Philly, the Philly game did moving into that one. Um, it's It's – not as much of a must win in that sense of chasing the point kind of thing, but that's just, that's a team we got to beat. The other two we should beat. Doesn't mean we're going to, those are the two we should beat and the Rangers are the team we have to beat. And the way they've been playing and the way they're getting a little bit better each day, I fully expect you're going to see something similar to the version of the team we saw last night. I think they're going to know how important it is. And I just, I expect the rain, uh, the devils to be all over the Rangers. And what about you, Tone? It's going to be a nasty game. Um, and I'm liking the way that, like, I saw it last night. Devils are getting nasty. They're getting a little more gritty. It's going to be a tough one, but I think we're going to beat them. Um, I think this is the time. If we're going to if we're going to excel and really go for a run, maybe win a couple games in a row, get a little streak going, now is the time. Um, Brent, I, I think Brandon Smith's going to have a big game against the Rangers. I just hope we don't get any – like I said, I'm a total Brandon Smith guy, but I hope we don't get any stupid penalties. That's something I worry about in those kind of games because shit's going to be all over the place a little bit. But I think the Devils are going to win this one. There were a couple of things about Brandon Smith's game last night that I loved, and it was the not just what he brought on the ice and, and you know the stuff we saw, that the goal, the assist and all that. But he played to a line, and he didn't cross that line, and that's what you need from Brendan yep. Smith. When he can 100%. just take it right up to that, get Draw under penalties. a team's skin, and uh, and just let them know that shit, certain things will not be tolerated, uh, that's when he's at his best, and he did it perfectly uh, last night, and hopefully it can continue. Uh, he really has become that leader in the locker room that, uh, you know, you need. And, you know, it's really becoming obvious now since he's come back from injury uh, that this team does need him in this lineup. Um, in the beginning of the year, maybe he was trying to do too much. Maybe it was the system. I don't know. But he was just taking stupid penalties and costing his team uh, goals. And now he's really been solid. And uh, I'm I really do like that. And he did take it, like I said, to the line and not cross it. The Rangers are a very, very good team. And I think if you can knock Washington off, beat the Rangers, beat the Habs, go on a four in a row, uh, winning streak, that can be what turns the season around. Yeah. It really, I mean, it, last night, if last night didn't bring this team together, um, then they're never going to be brought together. I'll tell and you. I just, yeah. I, You're right. And, and first of all, on the Smith thing, I like liking Smith way more than what I didn't like him. I really yes, do because I do love point. him as a player. In the beginning of the year, he was costing us games, all right? So we know that. It's not like we hated the man. We just hated the results. So I really love this version of him. 
because he is a great teammate. Now, as far as the week, Tony, you had a prediction they were going to win all three. We're all kind of sensing this. I'm going to go a step further, and of course, we'll get into this during the week. To what you just said, you rattle these off. Maybe you get these three. There's a very likely scenario here where I'm seeing five out of six wins, four out of five. Because after this week, we got Toronto, or we got the Lightning, which is going to be tough. And then we got the Sharks, and then a couple-day break, and then the Ducks. Like if ever there was a time for six straight, or well, that would be seven straight, or or six out of seven, this is it. Not saying it's going to happen. Maybe an extra loss in there or an overtime loss in there. But, I mean, this this could really be the springboard, and, and last night should be it. And it's an important time for us because there's only, what, how many games is there left? You know, 30 games, 29 games, that's going to sneak up fast on you. And it's going to be, you know, now you really have to win. And, you know, going back to the Smith thing, I'm really impressed by him changing his total fucking game around halfway. Like, he basically, I felt like he he was getting criticized all over the place. And I felt he said, this is what this team needs right now is for me to step up and be this guy. I need to be the guy that's up there. If someone gets hit and he's on the ice, he's right there. He totally took a, a season that some people didn't even want to see him in the lineup right. and flipped it around completely. And yeah. I, I, I was really impressed with that. Like he basically, we talked about this with Jim Dowd when Jim Dowd's playing career, actually, he figured out what he needed to be to fit onto this team. Right. And totally transformed into that. And I think that's, I'm not saying he's not, you know what? He's going to get more penalties. As long as you just don't get those really bad ones that cost the team the game. That's, that's well, it. You're, you're all in for keeping him as a forward. If we get our defense healthy, right? All year, I like Smith. Way. I was, I mean, I have liked him all year. I'm really impressed with him now. Like I said, I've totally watched this guy fit the team's needs. And for me, he fitted a need that I've been bitching about since end of last year. I'm gonna, so I'm going to go a step further. And if this particular person is not traded, which I still think he might be in the package, I think when we make the playoffs, market here today, when we make the playoffs – that um, Smith will basically be in uh, like over a Holtz. I can see Holtz not being on the playoff roster had for a the bad benefit game last night. They also didn't had play a, much. Five Holtz minutes had a bad game, but, but that was I five could see minutes. playing other role players for that particular fourth line role. And that's whether Holtz is here or not. To be honest with you, that's how yeah. much I've come around to where Brendan Smith. Needs and to I'm be kind of you know Bob, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And if uh, if that is something that is a possibility, which it is a possibility that then you, you got to trade Alex Holtz. Like you cannot have this guy sitting on the bench during a, a late playoff run or a late season run to get into the playoffs. You cannot have him sitting on the bench. Like it's, he's too he's valuable, too valuable. And he is a good player. He just needs the you right role. Have to and we might not have that him. role. No. And I don't think we do. And I think then you have to move on from him. And if you can keep that fourth line of, uh, you know, Bastion and, and, uh, who else was on it? Uh, Smith and who no was sick. the other? Nosik. And you can get, put that as your fourth line. I like that. And then you have a really good depth guy in Chris Tierney that can step in if you need him. Uh, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, but yeah, I just think if if Holtz isn't going to happen now and it hasn't, then I think you just got to move now, on. I mean, in a perfect world for me, Holtz has a more significant role in this team. But given where we are is why I'm saying what I'm saying. And the fact that everybody knows, even if it's just a defenseman, forget the, the goaltender that we're going after. Let's say we switch that to a defenseman. Holtz is probably still the name they're calling on. No, you know, no, it's no. just very oh, likely. Yeah. He's, he's the chip that a lot of teams want. So if we get the right return for it, and listen, if someone told me, yeah, you're going to lose Holtz, but you're going to go to the deep run because you got a solid fourth line. I mean, yeah, I got to go with the team victory, right? You know, well, at this even, point, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, go ahead. Even last night, you know, I wouldn't have been surprised. I, I don't know about how you guys felt, and I definitely agree, Nico, top of the tier last night, but 
going back to Smith, like he might have been one of the most important players on that ice last night. No you doubt. Know. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jack was invisible last invisible. night. You know, they, but that's they, okay. And, right? It's going to happen. You, you know, this is one of the things that, you know, when Tony, you and I were talking about this the other day when you were saying that they weren't a deep team and I was pushing back against that. And I was saying, no, I think they are very deep. Um, and, you know, you look at what happened last night and this is what's going to happen in the playoffs, right? Teams are going to take your best players away. And this is where your depth's going to have to come in. Like Jack is not – because of the way Jack plays, the style he plays, he's going to get his points in the playoffs, but he's not going to be uh, as much of a difference maker as, you know, I think a Nico Heischer will be. Um, because I think teams are going to say, if the Devils beat us, we can't let Jack beat us. Sure. And that's what the Flyers kind of mentality was yeah. yesterday. So when you can see guys like Bastion and Smith and the captain taking a bull by the horns and saying, are you going to take our best player away? You're going to take our superstar away. We're still going to beat you. And then, and then it makes you think, Oh shit, are we going to put our best players on, on the Nico line? Or are we going to put our best de- de- defensive pairings on against the, the Hughes line? And then if, Timo Meyer starts rolling. He's still on the third line, yeah. Right. Then Timo, you got to start thinking. Well, what about that third line? Because it's all three lines, if they're playing up to their capability, can completely take over a game. So yeah. it's a, one of those pick your poisons. Who are you going to shut down? So yeah, Jack was shut down yesterday. Everyone I else. I think Jack got frustrated team. because uh, what's the second period? Jack almost put that on the side of the net. Uh, I don't know if you guys yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of open. Mm-hmm. I think Jack kind of let it get to him. I thought because, you know, obviously, and I respect that Jack's going to want to – you're on the big stage. Last night is like the big deal for, you know, to everyone's watching. I, I think he started getting frustrated, and I think that because he missed that one. And I believe, if I remember correctly, even at the end of the game, there was a, there was a point where he could have scored a goal too. Holtz too almost had a goal, I think, off the top of the – late, uh, yeah. late in the third, he got some garbage minutes yeah. uh, late in that game. And they, they would they popped like maybe a minute, minute and a half left. I think we were already up by three. So, uh, yeah, he did get some garbage time and he had a little opportunity. But I do remember a, a turnover in the yeah. offensive zone that he gave up. Um, and that's the other thing. Like we still have to get better at getting out of our own zone and all the other stuff. But – you know, we played a team that really is a defensive-minded team. They wait for you to make their mistakes, uh, to make mistakes, and they capitalize. And they, the Devils handled it great last night. Uh, it was just start to finish. I mean, you couldn't be more prouder the of these guys. Night. They were the better team. And you couldn't be prouder of these guys. They went out there. They've been – look, they know they're underperforming this year. They know that the playoffs are you know, uh, not there yet, and they have to do a lot of work to get there. Uh, they didn't get discouraged. They didn't get frustrated. It was I, – I came in to sit down and watch this game, and I looked over at my wife. I said, they lose this game, they're not, make, not, they're not making the playoffs. I'm telling you that right now. They win it, they're going to make it. And I still feel that way because I just think that you, you – the wild card – I don't care about the wild card. I don't want the wild card. Go get the third seed. We're five points behind them now, right? And I think we have, what, two or three games in Should hand. still have two. So, so we have the two games in hand, five points behind. You win those two games in hand, it, you know, you're right there. Uh, by the end of the ne- this week, this coming week, the Devils could be in the third spot. And if you get there, stay there. I don't know what the Flyer schedule is this week. Uh, do you have that, Bobby? I don't have the Flyer schedule yet, but let me just pull this up. Here. So what, the Rangers got 73 points, we're 69. I mean, we're not, I mean the Carolina's 69, Philly's 65. Devils 60, Islanders 57. So what's the Rangers' 
Rangers 60. are 70, 73 points. They, have 54, they played 54 so far. And we, we have how many 84. points? We have 60. So we are 13 points behind the Rangers? Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the Rangers have a skid a couple weeks. Yeah, we got five points behind Philly. Um, That's what you want to get. You want to get to the, the Flyers. You want to – and then we'll probably have to face um, Carolina in the first round. Yeah, so I which, guess you root for the Rangers. I mean, you don't really root for the Rangers, but I guess tonight you would say to yourself, okay, we don't want the Islanders are three behind us. At this point, I guess keep the Islanders like as that. far back as possible. Sure. 100%. You're not going to catch the Rangers. doesn't really matter what they do at this point. No, you're right. You're right. Wow. So, all right, so we're going to be back uh, on Tuesday, and we'll discuss the uh, the Washington game. I'm not sure if we're going to do pre- or post-game. We'll, we'll figure all that out. But is there anything else you guys want to touch on for uh, tonight? Talked about stadium series. We talked about glory holes. What else did we talk about? We talked about <laughs> devil you know. We talked we about everything, all. I think. All right. Jerseys. So I, th- yeah. I think we're good. So we'll Pretty come back. Sunday, we'll- Saturday show. Yeah, uh, well, exactly. Our, our weekend show with our predictions and stuff. So we'll be back uh, – this week, um, most likely, definitely not de- most likely. Definitely, I think we'll go after the Rangers game because that'll be fun to come on after that. That's the Thursday, right? So yeah, yeah, so maybe we'll do before uh the Washington game, so Tony can pop on. Yes, Tony. Chris, can I mention two things really fast? Of course. First of all, anybody who hasn't checked out our Instagram, please sign up for it. Um, we're trying. We, I'll admit myself, I have not kept up with it. We're trying to get back on there. Uh, me and Chris did an Instagram live the other day. We're going to try to be interactive on there once in a while. So, you know, we're going to do it again was, Tuesday before the Capitals game. Tuesday before the Capitals. And who was it? Tim Wood visited us. And t- yeah. Tim Wood, thanks a lot, man. I know you, you know, you support us and it's awesome. Um, but definitely, if people can go to the Instagram page, go to the YouTube page and subscribe too, because I guess that's a thing. If you could do that for us, we really appreciate that. And yeah, and hey, check out the Tampa Morgan if you get a chance. My heavy metal show if you get bored. Tampa Mortgage is a lot of fun. Definitely check that out. And like Tone said, anywhere you're listening to us, drop us a line, a five-star review, a positive comment, a download, a subscription. It really does help uh, us promote the Uncle Puckers. So for Bobby, Tony, I am Chris, and we're the Uncle Puckers. We'll see you when we see you. Peace. Bye-bye. That was a very happy.